The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Luke. Glory to you, Lord Christ. But on the first day of the week, at early dawn, they went to the tomb, taking the spices that they had prepared. And they found the stone rolled away from the tomb. But when they went in, they did not find the body of the Lord Jesus. While they were perplexed about this, behold, two men stood by them in dazzling apparel. And as they were frightened and bowed their faces to the ground, the men said to them, Why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but has risen. Remember how he told you while he was still in Galilee that the Son of Man must be delivered into the hands of sinful men and be crucified on the third day and rise. And they remembered his words. And returning to the to from the tomb, they told all these things to the eleven and to all the rest. Now it was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. But these words seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. But Peter rose and ran to the tomb. Stooping and looking in, he saw the linen cloths by themselves, and he went home marveling at what had happened. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Christ. Well, good morning. Good morning. Uh, my name's Paul. I'm the lead pastor here at the DI Fellowship. It's a joy to have you spend your Easter morning with us. Uh, kids, I just want to say thank you so much for bringing your parents to church this morning. It's very gracious of you. Um, and if they need one of those coloring books, feel free to share with them. We also left a blank page for you kids that you can take notes if you feel led as I preach this morning. Uh, it's going to be a short sermon, and it, 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 it really is geared towards kids and students as well as adults. And as we uh, look to God's word, I want to say one more quick word of prayer. So please bow your heads with me. Dear Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be pleasing in your sight, our rock and our redeemer. And in the oldest prayer of the church, I pray, come, Holy Spirit, come, in Jesus' name, amen. Well, the title of the message is Run to the Tomb, but I want to share about a story I heard this week. Um, it's a story about a, a young man named Philip. Uh, this story comes from Christianity Today, and here, here's how it goes. There was a church that had a thriving third grade Sunday school class like diff kids. It was a close-knit group, and, and yet a new family came to church, and with that new family came Philip, a third grader. Now, Philip had special needs. You see, he had Down syndrome. And as he tried to plug into that new Sunday school class, it was hard for him. He didn't know how to quite fit in. Others didn't know what to do with Philip. And so a gifted, creative Sunday school teacher that was leading that class said, hey, I, I have an idea. It's Easter week. Um, let me give all of the, you kids uh, plastic, uh, empty plastic eggs, and you can go outside the church and collect anything that represents life. Put it in your egg and bring it back in, and we'll share that together. And so these kids, they, they go running outside and... Uh, and they're running around for a little bit. They come back in. Some are sweaty. Some might be a little stinky. But nonetheless, they come in. They're excited. 
And the teacher opens up the first egg, and in that first egg, it's a flower, and it represents life. And, and then they open up another egg, and it's, it's a leaf, and it represents life. And then another egg, uh, there's a stick representing life. And they get to this one egg, and they crack it open. He cracks it open, and it's empty. And the kids start jeering, oh, that's stupid. Whose egg is that? And Philip says, that, that's my egg. No, it's empty. The tomb is empty. And hush fell upon that whole room and that whole community. And hush has fallen upon people from all backgrounds ever since the resurrection of Jesus. Easter morning is about the tomb of Jesus being empty. You see, even as he struggled in life, Philip trusted in God's love. And we're going to unpack that just through two simple points this morning. Point number one, the empty tomb of Easter morning shows that nothing can hold back the love of God from our lives. The empty tomb of Easter morning shows nothing can hold back the love of God. We read in John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Well, save the world from what? Well, this is where that word sin comes into play. Sin is what we don't do right. And sin is when we don't act right. It's when we kind of go astray, if you will. You know, I don't know about you, but even every morning as I look into the mirror, I know that I'm not the man I was created to be. I'm not quite what I could be. Maybe you can relate to that. God sent his son into the world to save me to save you. Isaiah chapter 53 reads this way. All of us like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one of us to our own way. And the Lord has laid on him the inequity or sins of us all. Mark chapter 10, for even the son of man, Jesus, did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. You see, through the empty tomb, Jesus knows the darkest moment of the darkest day of the darkest season of your life. Do you want to know if God cares about you? Look at Jesus and look at the tomb. Every inch of darkness is represented there. The Lord took our iniquities on himself, on the cross, and was laid to rest, to death, to darkness. Just this last week, my wife, who's a fourth grade teacher at a Christian school here in town, she was talking about the Easter story, and they were talking about darkness and sin and death. And, and even in fourth grade, this one a child piped up and said, yeah, I know what that's like. We, we've had struggles in our family. And then another kid spoke up, and yeah, we, we've had struggles in our family. And another said, yeah, my, my family, there's addiction we're, we're wrestling through in our family. Even as eight-year-olds, they know the darkness in and around them. How about you? 
Jesus knows the darkest moment of the darkest day of the darkest season of your life. This empty tomb of Easter morning shows that nothing can hold back from God's love from you. Do you believe that? Point number one. Point number two, the empty tomb of Easter morning shows nothing can hold down the love of God from your life. Nothing can hold it back and nothing can hold it down. Now I need audience participation in this point specifically from the kids, okay? When you think of Molly Kurtz, our director of Diff Kids, what word comes to mind? Loving. Faithful. Fun, caring. What was it? Outgoing. She's all of those things, but she's something else as well. When I think of Molly, I think she's fierce. What? Well, let me, let me tell you why, okay? Uh, if we could cue this video with the sound. I came across this video this week. She's fierce, everybody. Listen. All right, that's good, that's good. We're getting scared. So listen, everybody. Just as Molly is fierce, God is fierce in his love for you. Nothing can hold his love back and nothing can hold it down. The stone in front of the tomb has been moved away. It is empty. As we read this morning, why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He is risen, we read in Luke 24. The Apostle Paul writes it like this in the book of Colossians. You were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. Then God made you alive with Christ, for he forgave all your sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. The love of God took out the dark. It takes away the death, the sting of death, Scripture says. Paul later writes in Romans chapter 8, For I am sure that neither death nor life, angels nor rulers, things present nor things to come, nor powers nor height nor depth, not anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Nothing will be able to separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Jesus not only proves God's love for us, he unleashes God's love for us. What if any stone is in front of your tomb that needs to be moved away this morning? What darkness are you carrying? How are you buried? How are you struggling in your own world or in the world around you? The Bible says Jesus has come to set you free with an everlasting love, and he's conquered their grave. The best is yet to come. You know what I love about this story is it's not only good, it's true. 
It's not just a good story, it's a true story. And for any skeptics in the room, I just want to plant this seed this morning. This is from a former Harvard Law professor. Listen to these words. According to the laws of legal evidence used in the courts of law, there's more evidence for the historical fact of the resurrection of Jesus Christ than for just about any other event in history. There's more evidence for the historical fact of the resurrection of Jesus than for just about any other event in history, according to Dr. Simon Greenleaf. It's not only a good story, it's a true story. So here's the question. How will you receive this story or message today? How will you respond to the Easter story, to the love of God who's come for you to set you free? Jesus himself, before the crucifixion, shared these words with his disciples. He said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live, and everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Do you believe this? Nothing can hold back the love of God from your life. And nothing can hold down the love of God in your life. How do you know? Look to Jesus in the empty tomb of Easter morning. After this event, it says, uh, the, the passage says that the women, they went and told the disciples. Peter heard the news and he sprinted to the tomb. He ran to the tomb with reckless abandon. And that's my challenge and my invitation to all of us this morning. Run to the tomb of Jesus and run into the arms of the loving God. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray, we pray that you would search us and know us. May we grasp the power and the beauty of this good news in Jesus regardless of your age, if you're young or old, if you feel led to say, I believe, I invite you to silently say, I believe. Jesus, forgive me and love me and lead me. Thank you. It's in your name we pray, amen.